Hey, all my name is Bryant Young. And Derek Cheney. Here with the Decent Dads Podcast, brand new episode. That's right. Uh, another fun one. I think we probably laughed more in this episode. Yeah, this one was a lot of fun, uh, man. Than we have in a while. This one was a blast. Yeah, Mitch Jenkins, man. A uh, longtime friend of mine. Um, I know you know him too as yeah. well, Bryant. But, uh, but man, he was awesome. Yeah, we had a good time. We talked a lot about his podcast. We talked about his little sassy girls, as he called them. Yeah. But and he, also sports and, and some other things, too. He had a lot of great stuff about uh, his parenting style, um, You know how him and his wife handle certain situations mm-hmm. that I think a lot of dads can really take away sure. from that. Yeah, right? we think I mean, you guys are going to find a lot to relate to in this one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. I think we jump right into this. Let's do it, man. All right. Decent Dads Podcast. Here we go. Welcome back to the Decent Dads Podcast. We're here to tell dad jokes, drink coffee, and build a community of dads navigating fatherhood together. I'm Bryant Young, fearless leader, co-host, girl dad, and your friendly local insurance agent based out of Springfield, Missouri. And now, before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome the coolest co-host with the most, a fantastic soon-to-be father of three, and the home loan expert. Folks, put your hands together and welcome the incomparable Mr. Derek. Derek Cheney. How are you, Derek? Yeah, doing good, doing good. I think Mitch wants an introduction like that, too. So. <laughs> too bad. I yeah. wish I had, like, a mascot suit on <laughs> and a trampoline, <laughs> and I would go jump through a basketball hoop. It gets you going, All the lights man. come down, the uh, spotlights come on, bulls but, uh, in, the, in the 90s kind of intro. No, I need, man. <laughs> I need to step up my podcast introduction. <laughs> Your uh, next guest. That's what uh, we expect yeah, out please, of you, Mitch. Please don't yeah. do that. It hurts oh, my Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can oh, you imagine man. if I... I love it. I just, love it. Just see the reaction on I, your guest face. I'm yeah. driving over here. I'm just thinking to myself, like, this is going to be fun. Yeah, yeah this, this is, is this is going to be a that's good the goal. time. We're yeah. not super serial around here. Yeah, uh, man. But uh, no, it's a good day for a good day, like good normal, day. you know? But uh, I'm... Uh, uh, pretty excited. Yeah, this is, uh, is going to be a fun one about this episode because I was thinking on the drive over here. I was like, Mitch might actually be the the guest that uh, I've known the longest out of all of our guests. Wow. Oh yeah, nice. Okay, I'm into this. Me and Mitch go way back to uh, let's see. I was a sophomore in high school, so nice. like 16. Mitch was what, probably freshman, probably 15. Yeah. Sweet. That's and I was awesome. like, man, I was like, that's almost 20 years ago. Let's not talk about it. And as that. I say that, I'm like, Don't I sound old. really old. Okay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll just go into Mitch. We know you pretty well. Some people <laughs> might not. Um, so if you will, introduce yourself. Uh, tell us you know, what you do. Give us your dad resume. Tell us how many kids you got. What are their ages? And we'll go from there. Beautiful. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> um, so much fun. So, well, yeah. I mean, I think... Th- Mitch Jenkins, uh, I'm a real estate investor developer. Do you want me to look at the camera? Do you want me to look at you guys? You do What's you, like, man. I mean, we've just been having a conversation, so <laughs> yeah. if you want to just have a conversation <laughs> sounds, with us, that works. Sounds good. It's almost like the people on the internet aren't here. Yeah, I love it. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> What do I do with my hands? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you ain't first, you're last. Uh, so, uh, dude, yeah, no, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Um, did we play basketball? Okay, so I played basketball my freshman year at Hillcrest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we would have played basketball and together. And then football, then obviously. Football. Yeah. Dude, yep. wicked wide receiver. Oh, go for And it. you had, like, never played football before, right? And right. then Up all of a sudden. Junior year. Yeah. That's cool. This guy's that's never played bed, football. Strength, baby. All Corn of a sudden bed. decides to play football, and he's going up and just, like, Randy Moss and people. And it was I pretty wish. fun. I it wish, was cool. Yeah. Well, he was this size when he was 16 years old, so I, that doesn't Dude, surprise that me at all. Helped. That would have helped a lot <laughs> if I was this size. I was a beanpole. Beastly. Uh, yeah. Um, no, so we've known each other a long time. It's cool yeah. to be here. But uh, yeah, Mitch Jenkins, I'm a real estate investor, developer, entrepreneur, dad. I've got two little girls. Stella's three. June is just turned one. Uh, married to Amanda. There you she go. is an absolute rock star. And puts up with me daily and yeah. all my crazy ideas and all the stuff that I want to do. And I'm all over the place. But, um, yeah, man, super blessed. And I'm a girl dad. And it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for you, man. Also, have have your own podcast as well. I also we have my, yeah, yeah. So, real estate investor, entrepreneur, yeah. new uh, podcaster, <laughs> uh, if that's the right word. <laughs> Episode uh, five? Epi- something like that. Six, yeah. Something just came out? Yeah. Yeah. So, we've recorded more than we've released because I'm like, listen, I want to like, get, get ahead get of it. Get so. sure. <laughs> right. yeah. We resemble that remark. <laughs> so when life happens and I'm not able to get somebody in the studio one week, at least I've got one to... 
another arrow oh, in my yeah. quiver. So, um, yeah, episode five of the Rise podcast. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, we talked to predominantly entrepreneurs, but anyone who's just wanted to excel in life. And, yeah. like, you know, we, we bring guests on, have them share their origin story with the hope of inspiring and encouraging them to, like, by being in proximity to these super high-achieving entrepreneurs who yep. have built these monster businesses, they'll realize, like, oh, wow, this is a normal person. Mm-hmm. Right. Hopefully, with the intention of, uh, you know, stepping into all that they ultimately were created for that they maybe didn't realize they were even capable of, right? Because yeah. we all have, like, limiting beliefs and stuff going on. Right. So sure. that, you've asked, you know, new podcast host, that's my podcast. Um, and I'm just trying to figure it out. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> we still don't. Just for yeah. the record, we're, this is year two for us. We still don't know. Okay, well, doing. perfect. I'm in good company. Yeah, it's just like, you just start, right? And, yeah. like, you'll figure it out. And, and we were talking before the podcast is, like, just have fun with it, learn to enjoy the process, yeah. and stay consistent, and good stuff happens. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, and, and the hardest part about doing a podcast is starting a podcast 100 percent, no doubt because <laughs> i had three ideas for one before we before he had can the you idea share for what the, the, what they were <sighs> i mean yeah at a later date <laughs> yeah oh man yeah, they, they were some good ideas I'll like, I'm gonna refer- oh, yeah. it's actually yeah. the rise podcast this is not the decent podcast. just kidding <laughs> well the, the one that i had hijacking was, this <laughs> yeah no it's, they, they were bad we'll put it suffice it to say um speaking of bad our children have tantrums and they are bad. How about that for a transition? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. <laughs> we got to talk about tantrum of the day. And we joked about it ahead of time because yeah. tantrums aren't a like weekly occurrence at this point in our lives. It's a daily thing. Mm. So what kind, of, uh, what kind of tantrum have you been dealing with lately? Anything specific stand out? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All, of them? All of them. So it's more like a tantrum hour. Like every hour, what's the t- No, so, I mean, listen, when... When we found out we were having Stella and that we were having a girl, I remember thinking to myself, like, I want her to be this strong, confident, independent, sassy girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I got all of it times times two. And I'm so thankful that she's all of those things, Mm -hmm. right? And June, our youngest, complete. now granted, she's one, not three, but you can definitely tell there's a difference in their temperament. But Stella's tantrums... I just have to realize, like, she's just trying to figure this out, mm. you know? And, like, I don't at all w- want to break her will by, like, having to win every single thing. Like, I want to foster that feisty spirit yeah. in mm-hmm. her. And so, like, what's the tantrum of the day? It's, like, literally, oh, you wanted to open up the Capri Sun, <laughs> yeah. not me. Mm-hmm. So I find myself on everything, like, okay... Do you want to open the refrigerator so you can get the grapes, or do you want me to? Do you want to put the grape in your mouth, or do you want me to Let put me it in your mouth? Let me get permission mm-hmm. first. Yeah, and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm negotiating, like, how to open up. Do you, okay, do you want rainbow goldfish or regular goldfish? Do you want me to use scissors to open it or open it with my hands? It's just like, what is happening? Cheese sticks. <laughs> Ours are cheese sticks in this house. Do you want okay. the cheese stick open, or do you want to open it? If I get to open it, do you want me to open it halfway, or do you want all me to open it all the way? way? Yeah. Do you want me to open it all the way, but leave it in the plastic or do you want me to take it all the way out do you want me to rip it in half do you want me to pull it into strings oh my god (laughs) yeah how particular little kids can be it's like it's unbelievable yeah why but what i what i really heard you say though was just like the rest of us you're a competitive person and so your brain probably goes to the same place my brain goes where it's like no i said we're gonna do it this way we're gonna do it this way yes and you don't have to do that yes. because we don't have to win. Yes. I know we really, really want to, but we don't have Pick to. Pick and choose yes. your battles. It's okay. Hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Well, we don't need <laughs> because to otherwise we're gonna just be duking it out yeah. all day time, over rainbow goldfish or regular goldfish, <laughs> right. and it's like, it's like I'll open up the goldfish and then she'll be like, "No, I wanted Cheez Its." I could easily be like, "No, I'm dying on this hill. You're eating these goldfish," <laughs> and, but it's like, you know what? If those goldfish don't get eaten and you just eat the Cheez Its. Then, then I, I get guess, goldfish, right. and we're gonna move on. I guess I right. eat the goldfish; it yeah. will be fine. Whatever, it's a big deal. Yeah, you know, no, whatever. not at all. These coffees are brought to you by our friends at Buff Studio, the official coffee sponsor of the Decent Dads podcast. Buff Studio is a full-service architecture, engineering, and design firm with offices in Bentonville, Arkansas, and Springfield, Missouri. Learn more at buffstudio.co. Thanks, Buff Studio, for your support of the podcast and Decent Dads everywhere. Buff Studio, be a buffalo. What about you, DC? What kind of tantrums are you dealing with? Well, uh, I know you both probably thought that uh, I was trying to 
have some sort of fashion statement by wearing this shirt. Uh, you look podcast. really good. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank yeah. you, Mitch. That's so nice. Uh, but <laughs> actually, okay. it, uh, it's the reason for my tantrum uh, is this this particular shirt. Oh, is this round two for a uh, uh, t-shirt for this afternoon? Oh, my gosh. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> actually, over, nope. Uh, luckily, we're past that phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but no, over the weekend, uh, you know, the boys woke up and... We were playing and whatnot, and it's time to change out of the jammies and get into, to get into clothes. And Liam, he looks at me, and he's like, he's like, I want to wear that shirt. And so I'm like, I interpret that as, oh, you want to wear a green shirt, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, sure. Um, so luckily, he has a shirt that's like the same color green as this one. And so I'm like, oh, perfect. I was like, we'll go get that. We'll put it on. So I grab it, put it on him. He like looks down at it, pulls it out, and he's like, no, I want that shirt. <laughs> and I'm like, you're yeah. back off your now. Back. Yeah. Let's go. And I'm like, <laughs> like, like you, you want to wear dad's shirt? And he's like, yeah. And I'm just like, dude, like, no, like, you know, it's going to be dragging on the floor. It's going to be a dress on you. Just loses it. Drops mm-hmm. to the floor, loses it. It was a meltdown for about 10 minutes. And I'm just like, mm. that was a, a mm. hill that I died on. Mitch, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> I did not take my shirt off and let him wear it, uh, but he soon got over it, you know, and uh, and we were good. And but I'm just like, he's got a green champion. Like, well, yeah, you, exactly. You're yeah. Right. in the mail right now from Amazon. Yeah. Did you buy one? No, no, no. Oh I wow! But, uh, it's a th- I know what I'm sending to his yeah. house. Yeah, but it's like he had never acknowledged his shirt before in his life, and he still hasn't since then. Yeah. Uh, but for whatever yeah. reason, that day he just he really wanted that shirt, dude. So. And <laughs> so it resonates because like Stella, she wants to wear high heels with her jeans. And it's oh, just like you know what, so like you just rocking the high heels, dude. Yeah. Oh man, and she like, but then she'll put that on, and then right as we're trying to get out of the door, she's like, you know what? No, I want the dress and my UGG uh-huh. slippers. Uh-huh. And it's like, no, it's twenty degrees out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't wear the UGG. She's like, no, I'm gonna wear the UGG slippers. I'm like, you're not wearing the UGG slippers, and she ends up wearing the UGG yeah, slippers. Yeah, most of the time. Wearing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not gonna fight you about what shoes you're wearing. Just yeah. wear the just wear the red UGG slippers, babe. Right. Oh, just I've gotten it. to the point. We we bought a pair of like UGG boots, like out, like from 2006, going to a Springfield High School UGG boots, mm. and she is obsessed with them, and we're happy with that because she can wear those out of the house. She wears them five six days a week. That's it's the awesome. same shoes, but it's like fine, whatever. Yeah. As long as we got something we can wear, we're good. Right. Um, so 100%. we went to you just need clothes on when you leave. Right. Like, right. As long as they're clothed. Yeah. If you got clothes on, we're good. <laughs> we, we talked about this with with uh, Skylar Henson, where it was like, I'm not going to be that parent whose kid dresses like a schlub when they go out of the house. Like I'm very particular about that. I don't like wearing t-shirts outside of my house. Like I'm mm-hmm. just I'm weird about that. But. That was one of those things that I was like very prepared. Like, no, my daughter will be dressed up when we leave the house. Bullshit. I mean, it's, it's, her hair's going to be fixed half the time. It's sweatpants. The hair thing has been a particular struggle me. for me because, like, I try real hard to get her hair done. And, and do you do the hair? I, I can. I can do it. Yeah. It's not very good, but she just immediately will reach up and just go and just yank whatever's out of Dude, her hair. Mitch, whatever's in LC it. LC has the best Joe Dirt mullet you've ever oh seen my in your God. life. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I can't wait. Like it grows. Like the front of her hair is down to about here. Yeah. But then it stops dead, like just behind, like just in front of her ears, and then it goes straight down into yes. full length. Of Past her shoulders, yes. but it's just Rocking natural it. growth. It, there, she it. hasn't had a haircut yet. It's just natural growth. It's ridiculous. That is um, awesome. So we went to El Magway for dinner a couple of nights ago. And when was the last time you guys saw a quarter machine in like the oh, lobby like candy, of a restaurant? Like to get candy yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like, at a restaurant. It's been a while at the Battlefield yeah. Mall. Ste- They've got I'm not going to hijack you, sir. I'm going to tell no, you yeah, after yours. No, yeah. well, <laughs> I just I hadn't seen one of those in forever. But Elsie immediately found the first one I had ever seen in Springfield because we were at El Magway, and she immediately goes, what is that, and why are there little mini puppies in there? So it's like (laughs) these little tiny plastic puppies that are, I mean, literally the size of your fingernail, a little tiny. But she was, we were definitely going to have those, and I was like, I don't really want to do that, and I definitely don't have 50, like, cents in hard currency in my pocket. Who does? My wife. My grand, the grandparents. Liv had 50 cents in her purse, so she whipped out 50 cents, we put it in there, and she was so excited. It was the little plastic bubble with the little dog, or with the little dog on it, and we played with it. I swear to God, we got home, and 38 seconds after we walked inside the house, the dog disappeared. Oh, no. It was gone. She dropped it. She left it sitting somewhere. We took our eyes off it for half a second. Gone. Because it's this big. Right. Go figure. Hysterics ensued for 
two hours. Mm-hmm. Where'd my puppy go? Right. Where's my puppy <laughs> Why go? You, yeah. Why'd you throw away <laughs> my puppy? <laughs> I didn't touch it. I don't have no idea. I would love. What'd you, you do with it? You could buy her like a five hundred dollar present for Christmas and want nothing to do with it. But right. that fifty cent puppy is like exactly. everything. And the box that the five hundred dollar box or the five hundred dollar present go. came in way more important. Oh, hundred sure. percent. What was your story about the mall? So. I grew up going to the Battlefield Mall, mm-hmm. and it was just, like, so much fun for me as a kid. Oh, well, yeah. so my, my parents, Mimi and Papa, take Stella and June to the mall, and when they do, Stella always likes to go to the little coin, you know, little machines that have, like, gumballs, mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. And if I take her, I don't have hard currency on me. No. And so what I inevitably let her do, and she does without me prompting her is literally go to every single one and look inside <laughs> and she like, j- usually <laughs> finds like one straggler like lemon droppers i'm like you know what you've been doing this for three years you're gonna live listen it's like the dwight shrew okay. thing right like just rub some dirt on your hands you'll be fine oh, it's not that yeah. big a deal yeah so that might be a you know good dad hack just let your kids eat old candy <laughs> and they'll their immunity will just bow free be so nice. good yeah. nice but uh but yeah mitch that's the next thing we always ask everybody is you know uh what's a good maybe dad hack dad hack alert that you implement with your kids mm-hmm. or maybe What's some good dad advice that somebody has given you, you know, over the years that uh, that you thought was really good and you want to share with some yeah. people? So dad hack for me is having both sets of grandparents in Springfield. Preach. So just say it right. again, right. but a little bit louder for the people. I mean, back, that is because that's the truth. So the dad, <laughs> <laughs> if you can't hear me. No. Um, so I had no idea before having kids. Like, right. It was always nice having like family in town, mm-hmm. but like to have built in babysitters that you trust yeah. and that are like show up and are consistent, like is amazing. Right. So like, that's not like. That's not a practical hack for someone who doesn't have their parents yeah, course, or grandparents. Yeah. Right. Closer. Like, it's Schmuck. like, oh, great. Okay, thanks. This Mitch guy is a complete bust. <laughs> right. No valuable dad material. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, but, thing but who me. do you trust yeah. more with your kids than the people that raised you, right? Like, well, and it's like, it's a different feeling too, right? Because your parents are, you know, generally excited to like be mm-hmm. with your kids, you know, not because you're paying <laughs> to be with and your they're kids. free and, and they're free. free. And they're free. Yeah. It's like I, it's it, free. It's just like it's a different it's feeling free. dropping your kids off with your your parents yeah. as opposed to to a babysitter. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you have have you have you had to hire an outside babysitter yet? We haven't. We have not. Yeah. Oh, we haven't either. I mean, like, so I, you're like, oh, great, way to go. <laughs> he can drive him to humans, though. Uh, he's like, yeah, I'm leaving. So, um, you know, Amanda, when we were in college and we started dating, I very much thought, like, after college, I'm going to go to some big city, climb the corporate ladder, mm, and do right. that thing. Play that game. Because sure. that was just, I don't know, my, I got some of the best parents in the world. They're music teachers. Mm-hmm. They, you know, gave me everything they possibly could have. But, I didn't, like, entrepreneurship wasn't a part of anything that I grew up, like, understanding. So, like, that was just what I perceived as like the only option and Amanda's like, no, we're staying in Springfield. And so I thought to myself like, Oh, okay. How can, how can I manipulate? This <laughs> how do and, I make the best yeah. out of this? So yeah, there you go. That's, that's like, a little okay, better word. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, what's the real word? Positive spin. Baby. Yeah. So, uh, I think to myself like, okay, well they offer free counseling at Evangel mm. and let's go see counselor Reba and Reba will sit down with me and Amanda, and ultimately, Reba will help Amanda understand that she's supposed to go to whatever city <laughs> I end up going to. This lady I don't know is definitely going to be on my side. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How far away this did you guys This complete stranger yeah. is definitely going to see the same thing I see. We're going for yeah, it. Yeah, like go. 19-year-old, just completely <laughs> naive Mitch is like, Reba's definitely going to agree oh, with that's me. so good. So after like four counseling <laughs> sessions, I'm like, okay. Fourth one. This is it. This is where Reba like <laughs> drops a bomb for Amanda. Yeah. Like she's coming to New York City, and uh, Reba's like, "Well, you know, it's been so nice getting to meet you guys, and it just looks like you might not be meant to be together." And Mitch, you go travel and do whatever, and Amanda oh, will be shit. in Springfield. And I'm Whoa, thinking, hold I'm up. thinking to myself, like, <laughs> not what you, you did it wrong. You <laughs> need to be fired. <laughs> I'm calling my mom who teaches at Evangel, and, <laughs> and she's going to get you fired up. No. I just remember thinking to myself, like, okay, well, that did not work. So then 
Option <laughs> next two. step, option two for Mitch is like, <laughs> this is so funny. Option two is like, uh, all back to like the grandparents yeah, thing. Yeah, but yeah like, sure. Option two is like, okay, well, that backfired. So I'm gonna, we're going to break up. And then after a few weeks, Amanda will realize that she's supposed to come to New York City <laughs> with <Gosh>. me. <laughs> Two weeks, three weeks fast. He was a bad idea machine, man. He was just a bad idea machine. And man, I've been together for like a year up to this point. Like we've been together for a while. Like, yeah, yeah. And so, especially uh, when you're 19, a year is far. Yeah, I might have been 20, but 20, I was but young. Still, yeah, close but enough. still. So, I'm like, okay, well, we'll break up. I know that I can't break up with her and really break up with her. But I'm thinking, like, if I break up with her and make her think that we're yeah. breaking up, yeah, that yeah. she's gonna maybe give in before I know I'm gonna give in. Yeah, because I'm gonna have to come back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, like I can't lose this girl. So I'm gonna have to come back unless she. So, so a couple of weeks pass by. Somehow I came across a guitar that I thought I was going to learn how to play the guitar. <laughs> I'm like, this sad This story bitch. just keeps getting better yeah. and better. <laughs> so I like start learning to try and play the guitar. And after like two or three weeks, I'm like, who am I kidding? This isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm staying in Springfield. Uh-huh. And I'm honestly, though, I laugh at the story now. But uh, I'm so glad that I stayed in Springfield. Oh, yeah. Like, one, having both sets of grandparents in town, being close to my siblings, Amanda's siblings, like, it's amazing. I can't put a value on that. Mm-hmm. I can't, like, I had no idea that the dad hack that that was going to be. Sure. Um, but it's also, uh, it's just funny to reflect on young me trying, right, to, right. trying to, like, dude, think you know yeah. everything. Trying to make life yeah. decisions at 20 is never <laughs> yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, totally Reba. Good if you're yeah, still, I'm just Reba. kidding. So if you're still dude. counseling, I love that. Great so singer, much. terrible counselor. <laughs> okay. yeah. Gosh. Um, um, mine was, I actually, I'm going to rip this straight from somebody on social media. I wish I had actually written down their handle, but I, I did not. So, um, but it was a, a dad and a, and a mom that were talking about how they taught their kids who really like to interrupt you know you've got toddlers that there's no <laughs> the adults are talking and the toddler comes up means the adults need yeah. to stop talking dad 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 yeah, dad, uh-huh. dad yeah. yeah 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 that thing <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's like stewie griffin right like mom mommy mom <laughs> mom, mom, mom mommy mom yeah that so but they taught their kid to okay if mom or dad are talking and you need to talk to them come up and i want you to set your hand on my leg mm. set your hand on my arm and that way I know you're here and I know that you're and I will place my hand on top of yours and that's my way of saying I hear you I know you're here we're going to talk wow. I will answer you as soon as I'm done talking and that then their kids I mean obviously that was not an overnight fix I'm sure I'm I like sure that, that. Took, took, some time, yeah. took some time to work out but they just like you condition your kids to say thank you. Yeah, it's just one of those things that they condition their kids to to work on so it's yeah. hey that's good. You can't and, and it will translate later in life too because it'll help them understand. You know, you're not supposed to interrupt people, whether yeah. you're a kid or an adult. But this yeah. is our way of saying, "Hey, I see you. I hear you. I know you're here. My hands on top of yours. As soon as I'm done, I'm going to look to you and I'm going to get down on your level and I'm going to say, "What's up, pal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what can I do I for you? What do you that. need?" No. And so I just thought that was pretty sweet. It's like God. Now I'm gonna figure out how to make something like that work. Yeah, because my my my, you know, well, I think we've probably got the same daughter, just you know, in different houses because mine's also (laughs) sassy as all hell and has nothing to do with what I actually ask her to do. So we're gonna figure it out. But I really like that. Just I've got an interrupter, so that really hit home with me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that resonates. And (laughs) yeah, I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna give that one a good college try. We'll see how it works. Yeah, it'll take five years for it to work. By the time she's 18. By that time, she won't let me hold her hand. Yeah. There'll be a whole different can of worms. What do you uh, got, she man? She surely doesn't get that from her dad, does she? Yeah, no, not yeah. at all. Yeah. I'm not okay. at all loud and obnoxious. Uh, yeah, mine's kind of <laughs> like kind of like Mitch's. It's not that groundbreaking, but uh, but mine's more of advice too. Just you know, trusting your your dad intuition or your parent intuition or your gut, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, we brought this up, I think, on our first episode uh, of this season. Liam, you know, he got sick and mm-hmm. he started walking with a limp, right? Mm-hmm. So we went to the doctor. They said, hey, it's strep. It settled in his hip. That's what gave him a limp. Wow. Uh, yeah. I'll, Did, I'll, go, that I'll, was thing. I'll go into the long version with you in a little bit, Mitch. But, uh, but yeah, so they gave him some medicine. He was good okay. for about a week, week and a half. He starts walking with a limp again. We're like, what the heck? So huh. they, they told us to give him, like, some ibuprofen or Motrin, something like that. 
And so that worked. Um, and then it's like, man, it hits again. And he's mm. like limping again. And we're like, what in the world? And so we go to the doctor again. And this is like over like a five-week, six-week period. So it's like extended amount of time, right? So we go back to the doctor, and they're like, "Well, they're like, you know what? Um, you know, just just give him some more medicine, and you know, just just call us if if he starts limping again." And we're like, "No, you told us that last time. Yeah. Like, this is so weird. This is yeah. this is the third time we've been here. Like, uh, we want we want X rays and, yeah. and like blood work to sure. you know just to be safe. Be, you do yeah. investigate Cautious, a little further, please. right? Yeah. Um, be your child's advocate, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, and so yeah, so got X-rays back. They they came back came back clean. Um, got the initial blood work back, and it came back clean. But then there there was like some more that they did additional testing, and uh, we got that back like earlier this week. And they're like, well, um, some like some of these like inflammation markers popped up that uh, they think it could be like. I think they call it like juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, or mm. there's like several different names for it, and, and like several different levels for it. And they're like, you're you're going to go need need to go see a specialist up hmm. in like St. Louis, go check it out. Oh wow! And uh, and we're like, okay, well, thank goodness that we like trusted it. our mm-hmm. gut, and we're like, you know, what? how about we check this out just a little bit <laughs> yeah. further? Because yeah. me and Allie, like, we we had that conversation. We're like, like the first time, you're like, eh, I don't know what this is, right? It's yeah. something new. I'm not a doctor. I'm right? listening to the doctors. Right? Yeah. But then it's like the second time, both of us are like, man, like this just isn't right. Like something mm-hmm. just doesn't doesn't quite feel right. Um, and so, so yeah, man, just, just your glad, yeah. yeah, glad we did that. So yeah, it's for just sure. uh, just I, a reminder, you know. And in, <laughs> I think every every family is different. You know, Amanda's dad was a nurse anesthetist at Mercy for oh. seventy five thousand years. No, yeah, forty five, oh. like his entire career, forty five years. It's <laughs> sure. amazing. Yeah, I think it's so Good cool. Greg is like one of the most, I've got the best, you know, father-in-law ever, um, that I could imagine. And so, um, they're very aware of medical stuff. Like Mm -hmm. if something seems off, just like, go check it out. Like if, like even if your primary care physician is not offering for you to go see a specialist because they're like, ah, it's just nothing. Like if you feel Mm -hmm. like there might be something, it does, it's not going to hurt right? to go do like, whereas like, again, I got some of the best parents in the world, but like my dad would be like. Ah, oh, no, that hernia. Rub that some is dirt fine. on it. You right? know, like my dad had a hernia for like twelve years right. before he finally was like, <laughs> "Sleep oh, off." It'll be okay. I've, I've met the deductible. I might as well go get it fixed now. <laughs> like, dude, dad, you so haven't funny. been able to like walk normal for like half of my life. <laughs> no, it wasn't twelve years, but it was probably like a good like six or seven years. Yeah. But yeah. he's just kind of like, ah, oh, no, it'll be fine. And it's like, well, you know, who knows? Right? Yeah. Better what, maybe what can hurt? safe you know. than sorry. So we talked a little bit about this ahead of time, but you kind of had some thoughts about your parenting style and setting an example for your girls. Because, you know, like we were both, well, go figure, we were both little boys. And so we didn't have a bunch of... I was of ex- a little boy. Yeah. You were a little boy, too. Oh, my goodness. So was it's I. Amazing. You were oh, a little boy, gosh. too. You were always a big I'm boy. I'm like Benjamin Button. I actually was born. <laughs> An old man. But, like, our experience was little boys, and now we're both girl dads, and so you, you know, the example is a little different, right? Yeah. We got to watch our dads raise us, and that's how we learned how to be a man. But yeah. kind of shifting that through the lens of... How do you want to set the example for your daughters? And I wonder if you could talk a little bit about your style there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm I'm trying to figure out my style every mm-hmm. day. You know, I think like before you have children, Ditto. you have it all yeah. figured out. For right? sure. And then you have children, you're like nineteen year old Michigan. Right? Nineteen year old <laughs> yeah, yeah. got this thing figured out. Thanks, Reba. So, <laughs> um you know, okay, so I think a few things come to mind, right? I want I want to show up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, yeah. um, Sadly, in today's society, so few fathers are present, mm. right? I think so few, you know, so many families are, you know, it's just a single parent household. Life happens. And so I'm not trying to throw stones at all. Sure. But like those things make, you know, life a little challenging oh, for sure. a kid. 100%. Yeah. Right. And so I'm just so committed to like my marriage and it's not perfect and there's flaws in it. But like the idea of, um, me and Amanda not being together is not an option, mm-hmm. right? Sure. And so, so that being said, like, I think what was healthy for me as a child growing up seeing was that my parents had disagreements, but they ultimately resolved them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I got to see, like, okay, mom and dad 
are disagreeing on something, but at the end of the day, there was no question in my mind that anyone was going anywhere. Sure. Like they were committed. And so I think that is something that Amanda and I have really worked on is that like there will be disagreements, but we will, and we, we'd never yell. We don't raise our voice. Our cadence might change. Right, right? right, right. Like the tone might change right, slightly. Yeah. Listen, the heart rate gets up. The heart yeah, rate gets yeah. up. Well, I speak so, fast. Give me, leave me alone. So like cadence, tone might change slightly, but like we're not going to yell. We're not going to scream. Mm-hmm. Never going to physically, you know, put our right. hands on our yeah. wife. So, so Stella seeing mom and dad have a disagreement, but ultimately be able to reconcile and come together mm-hmm. is huge. Because if Amanda and I would always step away or wait three days for the perfect opportunity to hash out that one thing, so much would build up that there would, you know, it would just explode at some point. Right. One, sure. But then two, if Stella and June never saw reality, which is people have disagreements, but they're still committed and they still love each other, they still see dad give mom a hug and kiss her and ask how she's doing. Um, then they would expect in their future marriage for there to never be an argument, which is not real. Yeah. And so it would just be setting them up for failure to try and keep them in this fairy tale world of like mom and dad never disagree. <laughs> right. So like how do you disagree? This isn't Disney. And do I mean, it yeah. In a productive, yeah. yeah. How do you disagree and do it in a productive way? One. Um, so my parenting style is be present, show up. The words that we speak are incredibly important. Mm-hmm. You know, words are powerful. You speak life or death. Mm-hmm. over a person with everything that you do. And so I very much want to be intentional with that. I think one of the things that my father did for me um, applies for any father, which is like, if anybody can do this, you can. Like dad mm-hmm. would say that to me as a kid. And I remember being like, he would say it to me like on the baseball field before I was going to pitch. He was the <laughs> yeah. first base coach. And it was so embarrassing because I'm like, dad, my friends can hear you. Stop. Right. Stop <laughs> yeah. it. Give it a rest. Yeah, stop. Seriously, shush. But now I realize, like, okay, and it's not an arrogant or prideful way, but those words, like, penetrated my Uh, mind. Yeah, it's empowering. anybody can do this, you can. Now, that doesn't mean, like, you can do it without putting in the work. Mm -hmm. It just means, like, if you put in the work and you set your mind to it and you believe that you're capable and you're worthy of doing the thing. Sure. You can do it. And I want to speak those same words over Stella and June and yeah. our, you know, God willing other kids, you know, to come. And so uh, words that you speak are powerful. I want my marriage to to reflect, you know, how a man should treat a woman, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff that you probably hear over and over and over again. Sure. Um, yeah. Well, just approaching it intentionally, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I started to say this before. It's almost like we've heard this once before. Um, I want to hear it again. Yeah, right? exactly. It was so good. We're going to hear it, it twice. Uh, <laughs> they won't. Tell me Just more. <laughs> no, but I mean, last year was the year of controlling what I can control. And yes. this year is the year of intentionality. Um, yeah. And we started to talk about it in earlier episodes about turning off like the, I have the app limit <laughs> set on my phone mm-hmm. now, screen time, where I caught myself flipping through Instagram and Facebook or whatever, just because. When you're in the room with the kids, yeah, kind of deal. Just, yeah, just, sure. Just, so easy just to do because because yeah. it's addictive. It's and, and it's the girls are playing. Lives watching this, and yeah, I'm just, it's gonna just scroll. scrolling yeah. through stuff. But that was just me surviving. That was just me kind of going through the motions, not actually being <laughs> intentional. Like, okay, I have to get until 7:30, and then it's bath time. So I will <laughs> sit here and look at my phone until 7:30. Yeah. It's like that's which is the default. Like yeah, that's exactly. the easy it's thing so to do. Easy, like, yeah. So Surviving. many of us can do that. Yeah, yeah. but but it's 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 not doing me any good. And I, I I'll, I'll probably continue talking about this every freaking episode because it was so heartbreaking to me. But Elsie walked over and grabbed my phone and pulled it out of my eye line and said, "Dad, pay attention." Right. And I was like, "Wow." Well. Oh yep. yeah, yes, ma'am. Look at me, Dad. I apologize. Yep. I yeah. that is a I tossed my phone across the room. It was yeah. a whole thing. Yeah, but like this year is the year of intentionality. I love the, that. That like we're gonna be intentional in the way we are with our daughter, and yeah. I am gonna be intentional with the way I am with my wife and my business. And yeah. instead of just going through the motions, we're gonna be intentional about what we're so doing. Good, and it's you were talking about setting the example for your kids. Like you know I give my wife a tap on the ass and Elsie comes by and gives her the same tap. So it's, yeah, it's, it's really just kind of what yeah. kind of example you're setting in your household. That's a me- uh, where, immediately where my brain went. Do you want a bra mug behind her? <laughs> right. Intentionality. Okay. She's got two crazy <laughs> obnoxious parents. She's going to be a little obnoxious uh, that's and that's hilarious. just part of it. Yeah. Do you, do you have it. a theme or anything going for this year for you two? Have, um, we haven't really talked about yeah, that. Yeah, not really a, a theme, but man, I just I think the intentionality thing, Mitch hit the nail on the head with that when it came to disagreement. Right, like disagreements that happen, mm-hmm. 
they're healthy, they're okay. Yeah. But the important thing is like is how you handle them because I think that's that's one thing that probably we're all guilty of. You know, one thing leads to another, and we, and we put it off. But then all those little things add up, up, yeah, build sure. up, ultimately blow up. Um, yeah. And so so yeah. So I love that 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 you shared that part and. Again, for the second time, that probably should have been your dad hack. Well, it, 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 it does sound a little repetitive, but um, you know, Amanda's parents—I think I mentioned—I can't remember where it was. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> for those watching, we uh, didn't hit the red button at one point, so we've told some of this story twice. So if you hear it a second time, right. then <laughs> it's even better. Really important. <laughs> take notes. Take notes. So, I don't have dementia. I, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Mitch guess he told the same stories twice. <laughs> it's like in an hour. What's wrong with that guy? <laughs> oh, no, so, this is so funny. Uh, this is a good time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> so, laughter is a good medicine. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, okay, God, I love it. But I, I mentioned earlier that when nineteen-year-old Mitch was dating nineteen-year-old Amanda. Mm-hmm. Amanda grew up in a home where, like, you do not go to sleep upset with each other. Like, yeah. you you don't yeah. do that. Like, I love you that resolve rule, by the way. <laughs> you resolve yeah. it before you go to bed. And 19-year-old Mitch was like, what? No. Like, I'm, I'm going. Tired. I'm good. Like, I'm tired. I got to wake up at 4.30 in the morning for, like, weights. Like, I'm good. Like, yeah. everything's, I got like, football practice. Yeah. I'm tired. Let's yeah. go to bed. I'm like, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> And I remember, like, Amanda would, like, would not let me go to bed. She'd be, like, blowing up my phone, like, no, like, we're hopping the phone with me, like, right now. It's, like, past curfew at Evangel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay out past a certain time. And like I would. 930 or something, right? Who, know, eight. who knows? Eight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, I think honestly, it was probably, like, 1130 or something, <laughs> which is still, like, for a college student, like, early. Yeah. But I remember, like, it's so funny. Think about, like, Sharon, my mother-in-law. I would be on the phone with her multiple times a week. I'm like, Amanda will not let me go to bed. Right? Like, <laughs> Can you talk to her? Yeah. Can you like, this what moment? is happening? I don't get this. Like, just I want to go to sleep. Uh, I'm so glad though that early on in our relationship that was instilled mm-hmm. because generally speaking, it allows us to not have things build up. Sure. You know, yeah. um, if something needs to be addressed, we address it mm-hmm. and we try and get past it as quickly yeah. as we can. And we try and learn and we try and grow from it. But I mean, like, I get really excited about all the things that I have going on. Sure. Right. And I get passionate about it. I look forward to it. I like talking about the things I'm excited about. Sure. Right. So sometimes you're like, okay, you know what? Like, in order to deposit into my marriage and into Amanda's life, let me not talk about the million things I'm working on and excited mm-hmm. about. And let me be like, hey, how's this going? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's your friend how's christina how's rachel how like what's going on in their lives how are you feeling how like blah 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 whatever the thing is and at the end of the day like we had talked a little bit about like sometimes you have to be selfish and take care of yourself so Mm -hmm. that then you can be the best husband and the best father for me it's like physical activity like i need to run or work out most every day sure to fill that cup so that when i am you know there at the house I can be the best version of me for them. Sure. Mm-hmm. If I never fill my cup with the things that fill my cup, mm-hmm. physical activity for me, I can't be the best dad because I'm going to be like whatever. Like I'm not going to feel good about myself. So how can I be that for them? And, sure. You know. Right. Yeah. Lots of stuff come to mind, but I'm trying to figure this. Well, thing out. and it's also that. What's the example? And I don't remember who brought it up, but it's the example of the uh, the oxygen mask in the airplane. Yeah. Right. Like if you aren't taking care of yourself That's first, huh. then there's a reason why they say put your mask on before you put your kids. Sure. So like, good. like if, yeah. if you're a, a if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not getting the things that that fill your cup, if you're not yeah. getting the things that you need, well then you're just a half version of yourself Absolutely. to your kid and then you're not setting the example yeah. because yeah. you're just going through life kind of going through the motions. No doubt. So that's hard. Yeah. You get that. Yeah. And Mitch, I mean you you hit on it there a little bit just how powerful <clears throat> words are and I know I know this part wasn't recorded because we were talking about this before we started recording. Um <laughs> was how you 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 talk to your daughters um and, and just how important like the words you say to them yeah. and how you talk to them and their expectations uh, or your expectations of them. But then to also, you know, you're a com- competitive guy, you know, former athlete, all competitive former athlete guys want to have a son, right? And you don't want to put that idea in their head so mm-hmm. that they feel less of themselves, right? 100%, man. So 
hit on that for a little bit because again you said that before we started recording yeah. and that really hit a note with me yeah so my girls are more than enough yeah sure right like i'm mm-hmm. i am i am so thankful for them like if we you know we would love to have more children but if we never have another child like stella and june like i'm so blessed it's a jackpot right? dude awesome. i'm yeah. like so so blessed right um and what i would never want either of them to hear or think or feel from me is that they are not enough mm-hmm. because they are more than enough right. sure. and i know that there are some fathers to your point where it's like you're an athlete like i was a quarterback and oh how cool would it be if i had my little quarterback mm-hmm. right. then we're gonna go to the nfl we're my dreams yeah, through them like, yeah, yeah, right yeah. like yeah. i'm gonna live vicariously through them and it's like you know what like would it be cool if stella and june played sports be cool yeah but if they don't want to play sports like and they want to do okay. whatever it is that they yeah. want to do like i'm going to support and yeah, love you're going to be their cheerleader them. whether it's dude on the I, I will give me the pom-poms yeah. right, yeah, like, me, all right i go. will wear a tutu if you yeah. want me to like i like i am yeah. your biggest cheerleader i believe a hundred percent in you like you can do anything that you put your mind to like if you work hard nothing is you know uh, not possible like everything's possible and uh you know if you put the work in if anyone can do it you can mm-hmm. and so i would never because it, one it's not true for me right. want my girls to feel that they're not enough i i know dads where like if they don't have their son i think it comes from a, like it's a it it really affects them i think right. it yeah, probably comes from it yeah you said it and it, i yeah. saw you hesitating I, to say it I'll yeah, say it for you. I, I think it's, it's an insecurity thing that's that's 100 insecure I, and and that insecurity is ultimately going to be planted into that man's uh-huh. girls, mm-hmm. his daughters. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, like, I want to be the best me so that I can, so that they can reflect, hopefully, the most admirable characteristics of who I am. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right? Like, confidence is not arrogance. It's not boastfulness. Yeah. A confident person often can be the most quiet person in the room. Sure. Like they don't have to puff up their chest and improve themselves. The most confident person often sometimes like the kindest mm-hmm. person. Sure. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so like kindness, empathy, discipline, like I want to work on myself every day so that they can see what, a, like they can see what it looks like to be a person who you know, is on a constant journey of self-improvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not with the, not with a destination of perfection. We're never going to be perfect, Sure, but just like a desire to be the best me, like the things that I can do better today. Yeah. What can I do better today to be a better Mitch? Listen better. Mm. Right. Like I'm, I cannot turn off my excitement for life and the things that I'm working <laughs> on. It's just yeah. like in me, I'm so pumped up yeah. about everything. Um, but I need to be equally pumped up for what is important to Stella. Yep. Equally pumped up for what's important to June or which is pick her up, golly. Like <laughs> yeah, when yeah, I yeah, walk right. in the room, I better pick up June. Right. Like, yeah. Give me all let you know. Now, yeah. I don't pick her up. It is like everything is falling apart. It's the cutest thing. Stella, like I walk in the room, I need to like test the water. Like do you want me to do you want me to give <laughs> you a kiss? Sassy news is coming to, out. Yeah. yeah. Can, like, can I please hang out with you please? Yeah, like the yeah. moment please I said to the room, June is like you better pick me up, dad. The moment I walk through the door, Stella, it's like, "Hey, I love you. You good? You want me to tell you I love you? Like, <laughs> can we can we be friends? <laughs> She'd be doing her own thing. So, funny. Um, uh, so yeah, man, just it's fun. You said something about like the the guys that I, I've and, and whether it's in fiction or in real life, show me a woman who says, you know, my dad always wanted sons and so i was raised like a tomboy or something and i will show you somebody with a chip on their shoulder for their entire life right because they've all they spent their entire lives hearing their dad say i always wanted boys and i never got right and that's somebody who's gonna walk around for the rest of their life with a chip on their shoulder Mm -hmm. because they they weren't what their dad wanted which is feeling inadequate awful uh, like awful attitude to have yeah. like yeah. i hate that for that person yeah right. well again it's like what's that snowball into with their kids sure right Dude. i mean mm-hmm. it, so it, it good just keeps going yeah. keeps going just, so. just generational generational yeah. blessings generational curses like yeah. there's things it's a thing yeah. that we do now that are going to last mm-hmm. generations yeah. and so I was so excited to have a girl, dude. I knew one. I knew it was happening. Like I just knew that it was an, an inevitability that I was yeah, going to have yeah. a girl. And there were just there were just none of them in my family. My wife, 
with my mother. I've got one aunt, a mm. couple of girl cousins, but it's mostly dudes all the way down. And so I was like, yeah, it's going to be Just a girl. Dudes. And I'm going to have no idea what I'm doing, and I love every second yeah. of it. Like, I'm so excited That's for so that. That's so funny. That like, that the was, mystery of it. Yeah. That was my experience, too. So in my dad's family, there was, I want to say it was 17 or 18 boys <laughs> yeah. in, like, Dang. a 15-year period yeah. before my sister was born. That's awesome. Right? Which is wow. crazy. Yeah. That's, that's and then my wild. sister and then me. Uh, and then, yeah. It's, so it's funny that that was the, your experience as well. But um, We started to touch on sports. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's go to it. Because... <laughs> You know, we we've just got done talking about like the 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 Friday Night Lights dad who was the star quarterback, but then his son's playing on the football team and he's in there living through his son. Yeah, like that will be interesting for you because we've already alluded to it. You played college football. Your wife played basketball in college. Mm -hmm. Like you guys are both athletes, and so everybody's going to expect your kids to be athletes. Right. And so are you guys going to I know you've already kind of alluded to the mm. fact that we're not going to force sports. Yeah. If, the, if it comes, it comes. But how are you going to approach that if and when they do? Yeah. So we're going to we're going to provide the opportunity for them sure. to play sports. Right. right? So um, yeah, but, inevitable. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, for a few reasons. One, um, for non-selfish reasons, which, oh, it would be cool to see Stella, love, claim, whatever. Yeah. But for non-selfish reasons, like sports for me was foundational. Absolutely. It taught me discipline. It taught me leadership. It taught me how to win gracefully, lose gracefully. Mm -hmm. It taught me how to be a good teammate, a team player. Like just so many character traits that mm -hmm. I think are positive came as a result. Not that you can't get some of these character traits by other ways, uh, sure. theater or music or whatever but there's something about like lining up on that like baseline and just running sprints right. mm -hmm. that like put a fire in your belly and you learn mental like, toughness I mean, teach yeah. you how to be yeah. gritty yeah. right yeah because life throws you curveballs and if you in, if you intentionally put yourself in difficult situations then when life throws you a curveball and it's unintentional you can handle it so much better because you're sure. like, I voluntarily go run X, Y, Z distance. I put myself through challenging workouts or go summit. Like for me, I love going and hiking uh, 14 years in Colorado. Like I like doing ultra marathons. I like doing these things that really push myself outside of my comfort zone so that when life throws a curveball, I'm like, listen, if anyone can handle this, I can do this. Right. Yeah. I got that from sports. Yeah, sure. Right. And so like, we're going to provide the opportunity for the girls mm -hmm. to play sports and we're going to try and get them in, you know, to our ability, the, the, the best setting that we can get them in to thrive. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if they don't want to play basketball or do gymnastics or whatever the thing is, like yeah. we're just want them to fall in love with something to fall in love with that they can be passionate about. Um, I, my parents are musicians, like they're music teachers. Right. And so I have a tremendous amount of respect for anybody who excels in, frankly, any space. Sure. But, like, if you're a musician or you're an actor or actress or whatever the thing is and you excel at it, man, a tons of respect for you. Yeah. Right. So because it shows discipline, right? right? So um, is it going to be super cool to watch the girls grow up and if they like playing sports? For sure. Yeah. Right? But, like, we just want to support them in whatever they want to do. We, are right. we going to ask him the stereotypical question? That what's the next ask question him. we always well, ask we him? We should. We should. Uh, so will you coach your kids? Thank you. Oh, that's okay. So, this is so funny. Okay, so, I'm so glad that you knew what I was talking about. That's awesome. Yeah, so, oh, we, we've done too many of these. So, and if you don't, coach I'm gonna, Will Amanda. I'm going to answer the question by first mentioning something unrelated. What I so we. <laughs> The YMCA offers three-year-old basketball. I just Do found that really? out this year, too. Yeah, yeah. So we did it. And there's a big difference between someone who just turned three, Stella, mm -hmm. in October. And it started in October, I think, or September. Sure. And someone who – it's three and four-year-olds playing on the same team. The difference between a girl who just a turned three – A freshly three-year-old and an almost five-year-old. An almost five-year-old boy is a big oh, right? yeah. oh, for difference. Sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so That's a lifetime. I age, found yeah. myself – Literally. <laughs> Do you guys know Cody Redwing? Sure. Yeah. So Cody was the, the coach. Right? Okay. Yeah. Cody's a friend. He was the coach. Jordan Russell. Yep. You know Jordan, obviously. Yeah. Jordan was also, uh, also Quinn was on the team. And uh, I found myself 
spending more time sitting in the stands with Stella than I did <laughs> because she just wanted to sit and hang out with me and watch the team play yeah. than being out there. Oh, that's so but, funny. So I, what I had to realize is, like, listen, I cannot ruin this right. sure. for Stella. Yeah. yeah. Like, because I'm forcing her against her will and she's bawling right. to stand out on a basketball court. Sure. But uh, so I don't want to ruin it for them, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm competitive. I just I, I want them to have fun. Now, a good friend of mine um, was a basketball coach at Missouri State for a few years. He hasn't done that for the last three or four years. He's got two kiddos, and he's like, I will not coach them. Like I will not coach my kids. He goes, Now I'm going to make sure that I get them on the very best teams that I possibly can that mm-hmm. they're you know qualified to be on. But he was emphatic. And he was a collegiate coach. Like, I'm not going to coach them. I'm wrestling with it. Sure. Right? Yeah. I don't know. My dad was – now, I think when he was saying it, he was saying he's not going to be the head coach. He sure. might consider being, like, an assistant coach. Like, he'll, he'll my dad was, like, the there. first base coach for our baseball team. He wasn't the head coach. Sure. Um, he was just there to support. Mm. I'm st- Honestly, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sold one way or – like, I want to know That's, what you guys yeah. – what your Amanda. thoughts are. Right? Amanda. I don't know. I think yeah. I think she would be amazing at it. I think I could do a halfway decent job at it. Yeah, but right. like we're trying to figure it out. That's an interesting perspective. I hadn't really thought of it from that angle, like not necessarily being the head coach. Sure. But being part of the coaching staff, whatever you want to yeah. call it, right? Yeah. And it's hard for guys like us that like we're driven professionals, well, yeah. leaders. But also that's college athletes. But yeah. that's not a college athlete. I can yeah. tell you with no uncertainty, I won't be a head coach. Period. Full stop. Because nobody's going to want me to coach their kids. Well, but yeah. but but I, I'll I want to be at the practices to help. Oh, yeah. to sure. be involved, right? to yeah. be that parent. And I because again, be there yeah. for your kids. Yes. Be involved. I want to be involved. But I also fully recognize because you got to know yourself first. That ain't my strength, bro. Right. Like, I I only got good at football when I realized that you could just throw your body at somebody <laughs> else, and that was the only reason I was any good. Yeah. And I wasn't just any good. Sacrifice, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Body Literally, I was just the guy throwing my face at somebody else, and uh, that was and I wasn't any good at that either. So yeah. I, that's, I'd say that's my not coming for me. my thing is more of just I know how competitive I can get, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like you were saying, I don't want to ruin it for yeah. my kids to where yeah. it's no fun for them yeah. anymore. Because we right? all know the dad who was losing his mind in the stands. For sure. Somebody we're, we're, somebody we're immediately comes to mind still name to everybody. Right? Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. And the one that well, I'm just going to stop. <laughs> his name is... Because he's still here in town. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His name so is Ryan Deeds. We all... Uh, we and all. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I totally get it. Um, we... <laughs> I'm just full pause. <laughs> Spread on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. So much that I could. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't want to be that dad. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, because truly to this day, we're in our 30s and you can name that person. Yeah. Yeah. And no. like, or, or made it about themselves or made it not fun. Because that right. was the other thing that, that we ran into, like during the coach pitch days of baseball. Mm-hmm. There were some dads that were out there and they were, you know, the whole point of coach pitch was. If once you get it back to the pitcher, the ball was dead, right? Like, yeah. do you remember that? Like, yeah, you get it back yeah. to the pitcher, the ball was dead. Going way back, in and the so like, <laughs> right? like, well, and I, we, my dad and I joke about this all the time because there was one dad who is still in Springfield that would never make an effort to actually catch the ball, and so it's me to the camera, and it's a four-year-old throwing a baseball to him. He would put his glove like this, and if the ball was here, he wasn't going to catch it. Because it wasn't in his glove. And so his kid was going to win. Wow. Because they didn't, well, what do you want me to do? He didn't throw the ball to me. And it was like, and it's it's all these years later, I can tell you exactly who that dad is. (laughs) And and I was four, Mm -hmm. and I'm 35 years old. I think, so another thing I'm so glad we're talking about. You know know what I mean? Close enough. The people, so there's a book that I really like called Grit by Angela Duckworth. And in essence, she studies the most successful people in their field. Yeah. And you've heard of it? Yeah, you talked about it on the podcast. Yes. Yeah. So in essence, it's... Your podcast, not yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Go listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, did I talk about it on the podcast? <laughs> like, wait, have, have we recorded that no. part yet? I'm not... Wait, like, wait a second. <laughs> but in essence, 
she studies the most successful people in their field, and it wasn't their intellect, IQ, the wealth from their family lineage or their Harvard education that determined their success. It was that they stuck with a given thing for such a long period of time, they just became an absolute expert in mm-hmm. it, right? Sure. And they fell in love with that space. The same thing is going to apply in sports. If you just ruin it for your kids, they're not going to want to play or they're not going to be passionate about it. The kids that were on the basketball team that were the best were the ones that didn't just practice at practice, Mm -hmm. but the ones who were like, they were out in the yard dribbling, shooting, because they would just loved it. And the kids that love it are often not the kids that their dad or mom is the one just breathing down their neck (laughs) saying, you got to do this, you got to do this. They just hate it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? And so, like, how do you foster that love of the game? Was it like the Malcolm Gladwell 10,000 hours, right? Yeah. You can't become an expert until you have 10,000 hours in a thing. Absolutely. If if someone's telling you you have to do it, you're not going to want to do it. Dude, we were talking about – yeah, we were talking about before this. It's like I was talking to a buddy of mine who – he's got a super successful podcast. And he was like, I was 19 episodes in when I had like – he had like 70 views or something or downloads after 19 episodes. And it was like that was a little demoralizing. (laughs) Sure. But he's like, okay, 95% of episodes stop – before their 100th episode. 95% of podcasts stop before their 100th episode. Mm -hmm. So he's like, the goal was just get to episode 100 and fall in love with the process. By episode like 70, he was just crushing it. You know what I'm saying? So like he learned to fall in love with the process, not beat himself up because he wasn't, you know, meeting certain metrics. The same thing applies in sports. Halfway home, baby. That's right. (laughs) I'll just come right out and ask it. Every dad's got their favorite story mm-hmm. about parenting yeah. whether it's about the kids or about a certain situation or something i'm just gonna ask what's your favorite story so i hope it's I, you know it's funny for me yeah and it's which because is what I, I know want. yeah because um you know nobody knows their kids better than you know the parents and i know stella is as sassy she is like the art of the deal you know, like she is the <laughs> yeah. ultimate negotiator at three. <laughs> it is ridiculous. I, I feel that. like I'm pretty good, like at persuasion and negotiating <laughs> and deal making and stuff. This girl is on another level. Okay, family business. So <laughs> she's. We've got a little trampoline in our basement, and she's two, maybe just turned two. She's jumping, and I notice she has something in her mouth. I'm like. Probably not. Like I'm not yeah. like a super overbearing protective right. dad. But I'm not like, a good idea. Probably not a good idea for a two year old to jump with something in their mouth. Uh-huh. So I'm like, Stella, what is that? She goes, and she's jumping and kind of smiling, and then she sticks her tongue out and she has a cough drop in her mouth. Oh. And I'm like, I don't think that would really harm her, but probably not a cough. Yeah, drop. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> you know, probably like, not what you're supposed to have. Prob- yeah, probably not. And before I can tell her anything, like she should or shouldn't have it, she goes, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and that was it. And I'm like, and I had never heard she that. She could hear you having that internal monologue. I had monologue. not said, I just asked, what do yeah. you have? And she could sense apprehension at two years old. And she goes, it's fine. And I, I, get I didn't get it. Like, I'm like, what did you just say? She goes, dad, it's fine. And right? she was doing this every time. I'm just like. Oh my gosh! I have got my hands. Full. Yeah, that too. She's already given you the sass and the hand gestures. That's pretty. Yeah. Solid. Oh, so dude. I was just like, dude, off to the races. I know this girl yeah. is going to give me a run for my money. Well, and I tell you, we got to put our kids together in a room because right? they would just be two peas in the yeah, pod. Because be that's fun. else. And I think throw Brody in there too because he's kind of similar to that. Because he started doing this thing now. He just turned two, um, where like he'll want you to do something. Like he just he grabbed my hand the other day and he wanted me to sit by him and he. Walks me over to the couch. He's like, "You sat right there, okay?" Oh, like, like assume the clothes, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, "Okay, whoa, who's yeah. the doll here?" And it's like, like you're saying, it's whoa. like, yeah, man, they can already sense that at two years old. You're oh, like, that's what so is going the on? The other one is it okay if yeah, I share? Yeah, please, you know, please. So, my parents are um, where were? Let me just. Make sure I'm not going to tell a story if it's not 100 percent accurate. No, I, of course. So we pride ourselves on our accuracy. Oh, yeah. By the way, everything yeah. we talk about is 100 percent real. So we're in Colorado Springs. <laughs> fact check me, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Bring it. Bring I it on. Anybody can fact check my own family story. <laughs> uh, I got I tell, his phone, guys. I tell it's right the here. truth, guys. No, so we're in Colorado Springs this summer, 
I was doing a race out there and mom and dad, my parents, Mimi and Papa came and were watching their girls. And so they were taking uh, Stella to one of the malls in Colorado Springs and they're getting on the escalator. And apparently before they got on, Stella loves to walk in front of the, like, she's just like, I'm walking in front. I'm, I'm a strong, leading, independent I'm woman. This. And she knows that Mimi and Papa are going to try to like hold her hand while they're getting on the escalator. And she turns around, holds out her hands and goes, <laughs> I got this. It's okay. And like, don't, like she wasn't even three at the time. Oh, I love, I and I'm just this. like, I, she goes, so I got much. this. I love that like, so much. Where do you get these? Like, where do you get this from? Like, it's so good. So it's, it's fun. Like I, I just like, I pray for her, like, truly every night, like, I pray, most every night, I pray, you know, like, for Stella's future husband mm-hmm. and for her friends and over her life and everything, you know, so we, we pray together a lot. and uh, But mostly for her future husband. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm thinking that's, to myself, not... like, I want, like... That poor sucker. I just pray that be you your put the now, right pal. man in front of Stella, a godly man, a, an honoring man, a, you know, honest, hardworking, all of these characteristics, but then I'm also like... Sprinkle in some grace. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he, he can get maybe run a lot, maybe over. a lot of grace. Patience of Methuselah, please. Because I want this, like you know, I don't know. Like you think of like who you want to marry your daughter. I want this strong, confident, for me, godly, you know, hardworking, disciplined, yeah. loving, yeah. gracious man. But it's like he's gonna need like a double. Like if he's gonna be those things. Yeah. He needs a double portion of like kindness, <laughs> yeah. a double portion of patience, right. a double portion of keeping your mouth shut. Yeah, yeah. And just just like, shut up and just shut up. Yeah. She'll right. run right over you. Just shut up. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's fun. You know, it's fun. <laughs> it's, I it's promise. A journey. Well, thanks for sharing those, man. Those were good. Um, I guess we have to go to everybody's uh, favorite part of the podcast, DC. We we probably should. Mitch, do you know what everybody's favorite part is? I'm guessing it's... Dad Joke of the Week! Oh, oh it is. It is. Uh, time for everybody's favorite. Um, I'm not going to put you on the spot this time. I'm going to make him go first. Derek, what okay. kind of dad joke did you bring? Yeah. Well, I'm sure... Uh, I know I've seen this on, on Facebook and stuff, and I'm sure you guys have seen where it's like ridiculous state laws. Right? <laughs> where it's sure. like this state There's has all kinds this... Of them stupid dumb law from okay. way back when mm-hmm. right mm. did you guys know that <laughs> this is hawaii's state law did you know that you cannot and it's actually illegal to laugh loudly in the state of hawaii really yeah. go ahead go on why it's a low ha state <sighs> whoa <laughs> get it <laughs> aloha <laughs> state <laughs> Well, because whoa, it was that, whoa. it was that good. That's why he said that. That's I'm my like, favorite reaction to that joke we've ever had. Whoa! As in, he's impressed. I'm like, okay? we're really trying to figure out how to respond. To this. So What's the appropriate so response? Emotional, you know, like we always like emotional intelligence is more important than IQ in regards to like yeah, yeah. success of anything. Like, it's all about the emotionally intelligent way to <laughs> respond. What's the best Ugh. response? Things that Let make you go. Whoa. Miss, do you whoa. have one that you like? Do you have one in the back, in your back so, pocket? Give me a whoa one. <laughs> you, you finna whoa. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you know why there's only 239 beans in Irish bean soup? No. I'd, yeah. Because why? one more would be too farty. Too <laughs> farty. Well, wow. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, good. I, I, my father-in-law shared that one with me, and he shares it regularly. <laughs> like you know, like too far too far too far Love it. All right, we'll finish this off. Um, I was washing my car with my daughter the other day. Um, she's generally not a big fan, and I don't really understand why. Um, Have you washing your car? Y- yeah, I don't know. She just right. doesn't like. I, I was washing my car with Elsie, and she just didn't like it. Um, she stopped me and said, "Dad, can't you just use a sponge?" <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Bad jokes was, all around. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you, you were going to say you're doing really like good at this. Jason Kelsey style and, and, and shirtless, and she yeah. was getting embarrassed for you. Uh, uh, that, by the way, Liv told me. Um, by the way, you're not allowed to do anything else for Halloween. That's what you have to be for Halloween: <laughs> yes. is shirtless Jason Kelsey Dude, at the <laughs> so funny at the Chiefs game. Love them. Oh. Love them. That's that, yeah. Those two together are. You hysterical. know what? I was uh, Amanda was telling me apparently like. And it makes perfect sense. Like, 
the Taylor Swift thing with Travis is like bringing like so many young girls want to watch oh, yeah. football yeah. with dad now <clears throat> mm-hmm. that had no interest in football yeah. before. And I'm yeah. like, that's super cool. To the point well, where I've been trying to get Taylor Swift playing in the car so that I can watch more football. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Well, it's just a conversational piece for, yep. for yeah. daughters and dads so and cool. to kind of intermingle those, those Something two, to interact over. Two yeah. things, you know. 100%. So, yeah. By the way, it hasn't worked. All we're listening to is Wheels on the Bus and, uh, you know, Old McDonald. Give it a couple years. I'm, Give it a couple I'm years. trying. Dang Those it. are classics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrap Those it up, DC. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we got to say, you know, be sure and go out to YouTube, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Spotify, right. and uh, like all of them. Like, share, subscribe um, on all those. Mitch, man, thank you so much for hopping on. Yeah, this, has been, this has been fun. Man. better than expected. I think I've laughed more than <laughs> like we had really low expectations for you, Mitch. <laughs> but you woed us, Mitch. You woed us. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. I love it. <laughs> Is there anything you want to plug before we roll out? Um, can I plug? Like, Please. Where the, okay. Go right so ahead. like. Just launched the Rise podcast, so we're on Spotify. Go check it out. Podcast app on YouTube, Mitch underscore Jenkins underscore on Instagram, and um, yeah, thanks for having me. It was a blast. Good. I laugh. You know, I, I laugh a little bit on my podcast too, but yeah. I laughed a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, on I love it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so it was fun. Good man. I appreciate you being here. I guess all we really have to say now is uh, way to go, decent dad. Oh, Great thank job, you. Mitch. I'm so glad that Great you considered me a decent dad. All right. Unless uh, anybody else has anything else. I got nothing. All right, that'll do it. We'll see you next time. Hey, fun fact about Topo Chico. What's that? Costco sells 16-ounce bottles instead of 12-ounce bottles. Ooh, fancy. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. So more if you're trying to, for the buck. trying to get a little more, a little more uh, hydrated. The Moenia. Get, get a little Moenia. Uh, Costco.